Hello and welcome to the Bober Academy Football Podcast. We are excited to bring back our Lineman of the Week series here for the 2022 season where we're going to be highlighting great offensive line play throughout the Omaha metro area and surrounding areas. We're going to bring um, high school offensive linemen onto the show and their coaches and talk about their season, what they're doing, and everything to do with offensive line play. This podcast is brought to you by the Bober Academy. I started the Bober Academy in 2019 with the mission to train and develop superior linemen to dominate on the gridiron. I'm your host, Chris Bober, eight-year NFL veteran. I've started games in the NFL at every offensive line position, and I love dealing with anything to do with football, especially the offensive line. Now, if you are listening to this podcast we're on, on your podcast app, just be sure to click the subscribe button so make sure that you're notified of our weekly shows. We do a lot of different shows out there. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, click the little button down there to subscribe to our channel and also the notification bell. We, we would love your comments um, and your feedback. And if, if you're seeing this anywhere out there on social media, feel free to like, share, retweet, comment, whatever goes on out there in the social media world. We want to spread the message of great offensive line play. So thank you for joining us. Let's get to the show. Okay, now welcome back into the Bober Academy Football Podcast Studio, aka my office here. Um, I'm so excited about this week because we're bringing in my alma mater, the South High Packers, man. And I went down to the game last week where they played Northwest, and they just came out on fire. And we're just kind of ha having their way with those guys. Um, so it's a great week to have them on the podcast. Um, this week I'm joined by head coach James Patterson. Uh, he's been there since 2018, was a Brian before that. And um, has done a great job of really getting some community involvement down there, getting some buy-in from the from the community, from the athletes. And you know, I know that um, at public schools, it's always a struggle getting kids out there, but he's out there all the time working these kids. I also got big dude, man, Jesus Estrada. This kid's a monster. I saw him out there. He's the biggest kid in the field. And he looks the part. He plays the part, um, plays tackle, right tackle, um, 6'3", about 290. Um, I got one question before we start. Did I see, I was watching some film. Did you guys hand him the ball for a touchdown this year? Uh, it wasn't a touchdown. It was a couple uh, two-point conversions. Two that was conversions. awesome, though. You know what it's like? As an old lineman, you know what that would be like to score? When I was in college, I was a long snapper, and um, a kid from South Dakota State muffed the punt, and it bounced right into my arms, and I ran in. I thought it was a touchdown because I didn't know the rule that you can't advance a muff. So yep. you score more points than me already, big guy. That is so cool. You know, you can pull that out anytime, Coach. I don't think anyone's tackling him. No, I, I don't think so. That's kind of why we run it down there. I, I don't know how long he can run for, so I kind of figured that two to three yard marks about it right there. Yeah, maybe like maybe fourth and goal or yeah. something like that. You can pull. There that you out. go. Perfect. Although it's on tape, they might they might know it's coming. But um, well, it's, thanks for coming on the on the show with me today, guys. Um, you know, I've always wanted to to get local coaches and old linemen out here, you know, they interview the quarterback and the running back and the receiver and those guys, but they never talk to the old linemen. So I'm trying to promote the old line out there. Um, but coach, let me talk about, you know, you guys have a pretty decent season so far. You got some ups, you got some downs, um, had a couple of good wins in there. Um, you know, so last week you come out against Northwest, the team you feel like you, you could beat and do well against, you know, what was it like that game? You guys came out and just really scored, scored, scored. Uh, you know, when you go back and watch the film, how, how did the film come out after you after you watched that game? And um, what, what went well and what do you need to work on still? Um, yeah, things that we saw well was, you know, things that you, you know, you can't really coach is, you know, attitude and effort with these kids. Um, 
I think, you know, the two weeks prior, um, kind of getting beat up a little bit. I think they kind of saw this week seven matchup with Omaha Northwest is, you know, circled on the calendar is, you know, a game we should be competitive in, a game that we have a chance to win. You know, no games are for sure win, but it's a game you have circled where you're like, you know, if we put our pieces together and got our best foot forward, there's no reason why we shouldn't come out ahead. And I think the kids really took those those two tough weeks that we had back to back. I mean, we still had two great weeks of practice. Then we had that we had a great week of practice leading up to Northwest. Um, and coming into that game, it was one of those things where it was like, OK, everything's clicking. Practice was well. There was not much that we had to fine tune it practice wise. Um, and then when, when you watch the tape, I mean, the kids kind of put it together. I think Jesus had like four or five pancake blocks within like the first three series. And it's one of those things where it was like, those are things you can't teach and how to finish blocks and, you know, how to drive guys down the field and not just get in the way. And, you know, it's kind of good to see that on film. Yeah, it's nice to get the reward of a victory after all the hard work. Um, how about you, Jesus? What was that game like for you guys? What was the feeling in the locker room after you got such a big win? Yeah, no, after uh, losing the two weeks beforehand by um, however much we did, I can't remember the scores. It was uh, it was pretty bad. We were uh, down, like, mentally, I know my teammates, we weren't we weren't in it the past two weeks. So getting the win really, like, helped us a lot, especially this week. I know it's going to be tough. So uh, the locker room afterwards, it was – you know, it was pretty hype. That's awesome, man. I mean, it's just so great to to get a, a victory. There's nothing like winning a game like that, especially when you've been down for a little bit. Um, but, Coach, let me talk about this. I, I was kind of interested in your offense, right? So yes. come out there and, you know, I mean, we can talk about defense and special teams, but I don't know any of that stuff. So we'll talk about offense. Um, it seemed to me like, you know, you got a couple of big playmakers, right? I feel mm -hmm. like those your, your guys on the outside – um, and you got a big, you know, your line does a pretty good job up front. Um, tell me about your offensive philosophy. It seems like you got like a lot of quick passes and then you don't have a problem with taking a shot down the field. Um, you run traditional, you know, run plays, power, stuff like that. But you also get guys on the edge a lot. Tell me about the offensive philosophy that the Packers are in these days. Uh, yeah, offensive philosophy. I, I mean, if you're going to start from the basics, um, we're a gap scheme team. Um, we're not a traditional zone team, inside-outside zone. We're gap schemes. So we run a lot of power, a lot of trap. Um, we mix in some duo in there, which is what we call our inside zone. Um, mm -hmm. We try to just get a lot of – as many double teams um, at the point of attack um, as we can, try to create vertical and horizontal displacement within those offensive and defensive linemen. Um, obviously, our two playmakers on the outside, number two and number three, um, we consider our quick passing game just an extension of the run game. So if you're going to play six, eight, ten yards off, we're going to get the ball in our athletes' hands out in space and, you know, let them go to work. I mean, as you can see from the stats, those two kids, they're – I mean, I think they're both within 100 yards of 1,000-yard re re receiving for each of them, which goes against my philosophy is run first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm a run first guy. Everything's based. I mean, a lot of their passing – has been on what we consider our RPOs. So yeah. we'll tag a run play, um, and then the receivers have you know a pass option that we call. I mean, basic stuff, whether it's a bubble, slants, hitches. Um, we'll run like a seam and sit route, um, and just kind of dictate like our quarterback. We I give him full reign, you know, and he reads a outside linebacker or you know the defender in the box that we don't account for. And if he flows in the box to help for the run, he just gets it out of his hands and trusts that his athletes are able to make, make some plays. Nice. Yeah. Uh, very explosive in that, in that manner. Uh, how about you, Jesus? It, 
as I watch the film, as I watch you guys play, it seems like you're the guy that um, they like to run behind. And I saw a lot of down blocks and double teams on your side. Is that kind of what you like to do? Yeah, yeah. You know, I like to um, – I love my pancake blocks, so I try to get a pancake every play. I love to finish my blocks. I love to take them to the ground, help them back up. You know, they hate that stuff, so I love to do it. <laughs> I love it, man. I mean, you know, we you know we work with Jesus. I worked with Jesus this summer. Um, so I'm in pregame and I, I, you guys kind of took it to heart. I always said, man, those down blocks and double teams are like guaranteed pancakes. And, you know, everything I saw, man, you, 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 you must've heard me and said, okay, well, I'm just going to get a pancake every time I do this. So um, it's very, very impressive what you guys do up there. Um, okay. Coach, you did talk about some of your special players. You're talking about Dylan Sheard and Eric Thomas. Um, they're both have over 10 touchdowns. I think 11 and 13 touchdowns right now. Um but you said, like you said, you you feel like those guys, they're listed as receivers, but they're just an extension of like running backs out there. You know, so it seems like that's kind of a feature in your offense, right? Yes. Um, I mean, if Dylan, he was our running back last year. I know the yeah. stats don't show a lot, but he only played three football games for us last year. Um, he played the first two and then week nine, he fractured his growth plate in his ankle. Mm -hmm. um, and he was our running back last season. And last season as a running back in those three games, I think he rushed for 600 yards and six touchdowns. Wow. So, I mean, he's he's a natural runner. Um, unfortunately, his natural position is quarterback, which is what <laughs> I recruited him here to play. Um, but he's one of those kids that it's just he's almost too athletic to to keep bottled up in the pocket and, you know, not have essentially 40 QB run plays where you're just banging them up and whatnot. So, I mean, when you have special talent like those guys where you have to respect Eric going deep and then you can have Dylan running the short routes and staying outside on our jet sweeps and stuff. It's kind of, kind of helps our interior guys also. Yeah. It's kind of fun for the O-line because they're not just pounded into, you know, loaded boxes all the time. You yeah. spread them out. You got, they got that threat outside. Then all, all of a sudden you get even matchups inside and you just got to win them. Um, but Jesus, tell me about, I want to ask you about your quarterback, man. Um, I mean, that's, that's Tol. Is it Tolbert's his name? Yeah. yeah. Um, Tolber, yep. It, it's funny because the Duke is sling the ball. Yeah. But he, but he looks like a lineman. Yeah, he's like, is he like the sixth lineman back there? But he says back there, I'll, I'll give him this. because I, I want to get your take in a second, but he looks like a lineman. Mm -hmm. He runs just a little bit. He gets a little, a little bit to him, but he doesn't get touched very often. I mean, you guys do such a great job up front of protecting him. I was really impressed with the time he had back there. But tell me about what it's like with um with your quarterback back there. Yeah, no, I like to call him a big Ben because <laughs> he's like a big Ben. He's not that mobile, but he tries. And when he – um he could throw the ball really good. So when he's out on the field, uh, you know, we try our hardest. You know, we're a little undersized up on the line. So we got to work a little bit harder than most um, other O-line, may not like other schools. But, you know, he's he's a good QB. Yeah, I, mean, I was, he was he was so confident in his passes. You can just tell that. For a high school quarterback, a lot of them, you know, they just kind of are a little hesitant. But he had no problem. He just just slings it. You know, he can take a deep. He, can, he was accurate on his short passes. And, uh, yeah. you know, he, he does a great job, like Coach said, of, of running that RPO game. Yeah. Um, and that's – I don't think maybe he doesn't get enough credit for that because um makes a lot of good decisions. Um, yeah, man, he does, yes. Yes, yes. Um, all right, Coach. So down in the south, right, I'm, I'm a Packer. Class yep. Um. Tell me about what it's like being the coach of South. A lot of tradition. Um, the community, I feel like the community is really supportive of you guys. Um, I know you've been there for like, what, four or five seasons now, minus the one you didn't get to play. But, um, you know, what's it like being the coach down at, at South High School? Um, you know, it's it's nice to walk into the 
to the school and see all the old rich football tradition in there where you got the Remingtons and the Bober and, you know, you got Briscoe and Noah fan of recent. Yeah. And, you know, you walk through and you're like, okay, this school has a lot of rich history with its sports, football included, um, which haven't, hasn't been very successful um, recently. You know, so it's one of those things where like you, you're at, you're at a school where the tradition is rich, you know, you have the backing from the community. Um, I mean, the fans still show up when it's 45, 50 degrees out. We'll still have fans in the stands. So it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you're trying to trying to put your best product on the field just to kind of, you know, re reward the fans for being there, the community having your back um, and the kids that are out. You know, you kind of want to give them the opportunity to to show out for the home for the home crowd. Yeah. South Omaha proud, man. Um, how about you, Jesus? What's it like being a Packer, you know? You got a lot of pride down there in South Omaha. I I, I lived yeah. it, man. I know it. What's it like? What's it like putting on the helmet for the Packers? Yeah, you know, uh, we don't get a lot of love or a lot of credit, but you know, we we we're still a football team. We still go out there and practice every day. You know, we put our work in, we put our effort, and on Friday nights, it's just if you don't play football, you don't know the feeling. But it's just another feeling. It's it's great. I love it. It is. It is. I, I wish I had that awesome facility you guys have down there now. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so cool to just kind of see all that. It's, it's a really cool environment just to be around it. It's like right down there in the middle of South Omaha, the communities down there, you know, people walking by. I love it, man. Um, all right, coach, tell me about, um, tell me about your big boys, right? You got, you got some dudes up front. You got Jesus, obviously just a junior. Um, one of those guys that has a rare combination of size and talent and, mm -hmm. but you got, some other pretty good dudes up there too. Tell me about those guys and um, how, how's working with those guys and what, what makes them special? Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I'll start in the middle um, as our anchor for uh, our center, Daniel Espinosa. He's a senior this year. Um, mm -hmm. He was our starting center last year as well. So having him, you know, two years in a row, I think last year about middle of the season, he ended up breaking his thumb. Um, so he couldn't play the last couple of games, but having him there for his experience, senior leadership. Um, I mean, he's like six one, probably two sixty. So he's not the biggest kid by all means, but, you know, still a kid that goes hard is it all. Um, our other, uh, what we call our bookend tackle, because, you know, shaped like a rectangle, uh, Samuel Coronado. He's, uh, he's only a junior as well. Um, he's probably about 5'10". He's, he's all of 295 as well. I mean, he's a, he's a solid square. I mean, kids kind of tease him. They call him a bulldog because that's what he looks like. Like his <laughs> guy, the way he walks, how he carries himself. Um, that's Sam. And then our guards, um, we have a senior, uh, Greg Hurtado, um, and Mason Haxon's a junior. And our guards are uh, undersized linemen. Um, mm -hmm. Greg's probably 220, um, and Mason's probably all of about 205. And they're both probably about 5'9". So mm -hmm. one of those things where, you know, we have some bigger kids on the team, but those two guys, their heart, um, willingness to get in position and do the right thing, I mean – you can't take them off the field. Yeah, yeah. I've um, been around these guys just a little bit. It seems like they have a pretty unique bond up there, um, especially your center. He seems like kind of the old man of the, of the line. Um, kind of looks like an old old guy too, you know. But, he, yeah. you know, a lot of credit goes to him for, for dictating everything that goes up there. Um, hey, Zeus, tell me about your boys, man. I mean, O-line's a tight group. You guys got to go out and hang out together, go out to eat together. Yeah. You know, tell me about these guys. Like, who's the – Who's the funny one? Who's the one who thinks he's like a ladies' man? Who's you know, <laughs> yeah. some inside stuff, man? We're gonna share this throughout the whole world. I'm gonna put this on Twitter, on YouTube, and yeah. this is your time to, to kind of yeah, no, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, we'll start with Dan. He 
he really like keeps us together. He's um, our leader pretty much on the line. He's a senior, so you know he gets us whenever we're like showing low effort or something. He'll make sure to pull us aside and tell us mm-hmm. we need to get it together. And uh, like he said, uh, our other, our left tackle, our starting left tackle, Sam. He's like a little bulldog. He's not that big, but um, if you'll see him in the weight room, he puts an effort, a lot of it. He 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 can throw some weight up on the on the bar and. Nice. He tries. He tries. Uh, and our guards, they're, they're very undersized. But like he said, if they try, they go out there and they play line. They know they have to go and put their bodies and on other 300-pound men or 6'4". Who knows how big the other kids will be. But they don't care. They'll go out there and try. Just getting, at, just getting after it. Huh? No, no inside funny funny stuff for these guys? Or, I mean, who's the – Give me something on these guys. You got to, you give me, is your chance to kind of spit it out, man. Go ahead. I said, say Dan, he's, he's the more of the goofy one. He, he throws a lot of jokes during practice, but when it's time to get serious, he knows to get serious. But, um, some other linemen like, uh, Mason, he's, he's like a really smart kid, but he, he has a lot of these like, funny inside jokes or like nerdy <laughs> jokes that only a few of us will get. And it's just so hilarious. Greg, Greg, he thinks he's a ladies man. He does. But There's always one in there. Think that yeah, he, thinks he, does. he thinks he gets all the ladies, but. <laughs> well, in life, old Lyman gets all the, all the, the best women. I know that. Um, <laughs> Coach, uh, tell me, tell, you know, let's talk about Jesus here. Um, pretty impressive watching his film. And of course, like you said, we got, I got to work with him in the summer. Um, I've seen him there last year, last summer, some pregame, talked to him a little bit. Um, you know, I'm watching his film and for a big guy, he's got really good feet, right? Comes off the ball powerful. You, you're going to get that out of a big guy, but um, good feet. I was so impressed with his hands, right? Mm-hmm. He's got some good hand moves that you just don't see in a high school lineman, right? You got guys who can have power, guys can get after, but he, not only can he take like a good pass up, but if he feels a bull rush, he has no problem with just slapping the hands down and throwing them on the ground. Tell me, yeah. tell me about him and what you've seen out of him. Um, Jesus, uh, he's completely, uh, completely done a 180 from when I first met Jesus. Um, he was always he he's he's always been a big kid. Mm-hmm. Um, when it was you know watching him play in like the youth football days when he played football, it was one of those things where you know you see a lot of those big kids and they rely just on their size, and they lean on kids and do those mm-hmm. things. But then throughout these uh, these last two years here, Jesus has really honed in on his footwork. And his hands. So he's we've gotten really good at learning how to give a hand, bring it back, and re-punch. Yeah. Someone gives a stab, we're gonna knock that hand down, take his momentum with him. Just little, you know, tricks that you know these kids can use. It's like, okay, you're playing D line and O line. Like, what would you do if your offensive lineman did this? Well, I would do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, if he goes to do that, this, you know it's coming. Now this is how you counter. Yeah. So get these kids to think and practice it to where now it's we're not thinking about it in the game. Now it's just natural repetition. And what we do is like when we go team defense, we take our starting O-line and put them on the scout team O-line. Then we'll put our second D-line out there on defense. So our scout team O-line, which is three of our starting D-linemen as well, they're getting work against our, you know, bet, all bet, our best linebackers, our best safeties, and all these guys blitzing and coming off the edge and, you know, these D-linemen running our, running our stunts. So they're getting used to seeing all this action and using the shoot to hands and they have nice battles with each other back and forth and you'll see it in practice. And, you know, some coaches are like, Hey, we got to, some of these linemen are getting after it too much, or, you know, they're talking too much, you know, crap to each other. It's like, guys, 
that's football. Like yeah. you want that. Like yeah. that's good. It, you know, build it's it's been building the camaraderie within that line group itself, not just the starting five, but you know, the the eight, nine, ten kids that actually rotate around and actually get reps. Those kids, I mean, they all know what everyone's best move is, so they know what's coming. And when they catch them in practice on something, they'll let them know and they'll tell them, like, hey, you suck. Like <laughs> move your yeah. feet. Like, why are you yeah. so lazy? Yeah. And it's like, okay, do it again. See what happens. And it, I mean, it, it's good. It, it's just the competition within that group has just been amazing to see the difference from when I first got there to how it is now. And just, it's good to have these guys like Jesus and Dan who have completely bought in and, you know, they're showing these young guys how it is. So it's good. That's awesome. That, that's, you know, that's kind of like the legacy they leave with them too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like someday they want to be the guy that's talking trash to those guys and, and showing them the way. So um, that, that's awesome. Um, hey Zeus, tell me about, um, you're just a junior, um, with your size and stuff. I imagine you're probably going to, you know, maybe start getting some looks from schools and stuff like that. What, what, what's your goals coming out, you know, finishing up your junior year, going into your senior year, what do you want to see happen for your future? Yeah. Um, you know, there's still a lot of stuff I got to work on, but, uh, I think, I think I could, uh, maybe get offered something to help me get an education in college. Cause I'm trying to go to college and, you know, further my education. Um, you know, I love football. I want to play football in college, of course. It's like yeah. a dream since I was, since I started playing football. Um, this off season, you know, I'm going to have to put in a lot of work and uh, there's little details that I could fix a lot, a lot of them I could fix, but uh, yeah, college, college football. That's my plan. That's awesome, man. I, um, I was in the same exact shoes you were. And, you know, when I went to, um, go to play college football. I didn't even get any offers. I had to pretty much walk on at you at a UNO. And, um, you know, that just, just goes to show you that it doesn't matter where you start and just kind of keep grinding, but, you know, take care of that schoolwork, get yourself opportunities to go out and, you know, better yourself and your family someday and, yeah. and, and things like that. But, um, but coach, you got a big one coming up this week. Um, number one team in the state and um, going into this game, you know, it's a tough task. How do you approach a game like this? You know, you kind of have to approach it like every other week. I mean, we know who we're playing. Our kids know who we're playing. Everyone in the state knows who we're playing. They know it's Gretna versus South. When you look at the paper, you look at the statistics, you look at the record. Yeah, the games, I mean, you look at how we played against other top teams across the state, like the WS and Papio South. I mean, we got, I mean, not necessarily manhandled, but I mean, we got embarrassed in those two games. So it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, with our kids, Obviously, there's always a chance. There's a chance for everything. There's always a chance for something. But the good thing with our kids is, is we have to start fast and we have to see success right away. I mean, that's something we just have to keep building on. And it's just we can't come into the game thinking like it's the number one team in the state. It's the, it's the defending state champs. They're undefeated. We're at their place. It's going to be 67 degrees. It's going to be windy. It's going to be chilly. I'm just going to want to pack it in and go home. And, you know, we haven't seen that yet from our kids, even despite some of our big losses, they've kind of fought to the end. So I mean, we're kind of trying to hope to build on that and, you know, put a good product on the field, put the things together we've worked on in practice, keep getting better because there's still a week nine game left. So we can't can't turn the season in yet. Yeah. You know, I, again, I've been on I played South, too, man. Sometimes you're overmatched and stuff like that. But I always thought that, you know, win, lose or draw, you want to you want to make sure that when they leave the field, they remember you. You know yeah, I mean? say, you know, we might have got them, but you know, they got some dudes out there that got they, you know, you get you get some shots in. 
know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, don't sit there and take it. Give him some shots. How about you, Jesus? What do you want to see happen for this week and the rest of your season? Yeah, I just want to see everyone, you know, not play scared or, you know, just go out there with some, you know, nuts. Just go out there and play football. Like, it's, it's just another high school team to me. I mean, yeah, they won the state championship last year. They're good. Everyone knows they're good. But just go play football and see what happens. Like, I'm not I'm not too worried about who we're playing every week. Just I love it. it. I love it. That, that's a great mentality. And, um, Coach, I just I just love what you guys are doing down there, right? You know, you're up against this with some numbers and some other things going on for you. But, hey, you're giving these kids a chance to go out there and, you know, fight for something, believe in something, be a part of the school, the community, things like that. I, I think it's great. I think it's great what you guys are doing down there. I, you see you these guys like Jesus that are coming in there and just, you know, their lives are going to be better for having played South High football. So, um, guys, I wish you the best of luck this week. And congratulations on the big win last week. Um, you got Gretna and you got W East. And uh, let's see if we can go out there and um, take a couple swings at these guys and see what happens, right? Hey, take a couple swings. The worst thing that happens is you miss and get back up and swing again. That's yep. right, man. Just like life, you're going to sometimes get your butt kicked. It's one of the better things that happens to you if you learn from it. So, guys, thanks again, man. I'm a Packer through and through. I'm always rooting for the Packers. So I'll be pulling for you guys. I'll be watching for you. Thanks so much for coming on the show with me. Uh, I'll put this out there for everyone to see. Please share with all your friends, family, and whatnot. And, um, again, best of luck to you guys, okay? Thank you, sir. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thanks for having Over us. Academy Thank Football you. Podcast is available on all pla podcast platforms. So wherever you listen to your podcast, we're going to be on there. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. That way you get notified of new episodes. Um, also, we are on YouTube. Um, if you want to find us on YouTube, just uh, search for the Chris Bober Lyman Academy and be sure to also subscribe to our page. Um, click the notification bell and feel free to comment, share everything that goes on there. Um, we're on social media as well. You know, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We even have a page on TikTok. So the more you can follow us out there, the more we can spread the message of great offensive line play out there. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, be sure to reach out to us through any of those social media channels and spread the word. We want to get offensive line play great here and everywhere across the area.